What makes a great solar business? How can you learn from the past and prepare for the future so your solar business thrives? We set out to answer these questions and more. My name is Nigel Morris and I'm the Head of Business Development at Solar Analytics. Welcome to Great Solar Business, proudly brought to you by Solar Juice. Hello, solar friends, and welcome back to yet another episode of Great Solar Business. This week, we explore yet more secrets of what it takes to build a great solar business and go into something a little bit more technical where we discuss the topic, the future of inverters. At risk of giving away my age, I remember very well when Fronius inverters were first launched into an Australia, into Australia, I should say, an innovative Queensland company who some of the older members of our listening audience might remember called Choice Electric started selling the Fronius Sunrise product around 1996 and steadily built up a reputation for what was previously a, a fairly unknown product in Australia, rocking the boat of established inverter brands and has... A, Times had up to 40% market share here in Australia. Why did Fronius become so popular here that some people tattooed their brand on their body? Uh, although the company has 5,400 staff and a huge global following now, can a relatively small company from Austria keep up against the big competition? What does the future hold for inverter technology and how does it affect your solar business? To answer these questions, I very fortunately pinned down the CEO of Fronius Australia all the way from Austria, Hans Inwagener, to answer some of these questions. Hans, welcome to the show. Hi, Nigel. Thanks for having me. You're most welcome. Um, and, and thank you. I know it's not a very convenient time for you in Austria, but as you highlighted uh, uh, when we were warming up, at least it's, uh, it's summer there and you're not in lockdown, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, it's definitely a nice place to be in Austria right now with summer, no lockdown right now. Um, but those are looking forward to come back to Australia at any stage. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, we were talking about the fact that, you know, uh, being uh, the CEO of Fronius Australia and you, you've stepped in for, for Keisha, who uh, uh, we know has been off uh, busily making herself a mum, which is wonderful news. Um, and of course, it's a lot easier these days with everyone um, uh, quite comfortable with the idea of working remotely. So you're able to do that from Austria, which is great. But before we get rolling, um, Let's go back to the beginning. For, for, for those of uh, our listeners who perhaps don't know the Fronius story, what's the history of the company? And, and um, give us the Fronius backstory, Hans. Yeah, sure. Um, where should I start? I mean, you already mentioned some dates there, uh, which I wouldn't have in mind with the first sunrise in Australia. But the company itself, uh, Fronius, was founded in 1945. And we started in battery charging systems. And then um, some years later, we went into welding machines. And all of that has a core technology, which is power conversion, right? Mm -hmm. And, of course, it's also how can you use the power conversion? And our founders and the son of the founder were thinking about, okay, how can we use that to bring or to that core technology to do something better for the environment and the world out there. So they started to develop solar inverters in the early 1990s. And since 1992, the business unit solar energy exists. 
and we started to produce the first inverters, the Fronius Sunrise, as you mentioned already. And it, in the early stages, it found the product found its way to Australia already, as mentioned. And I think around the 2000s, we, we increased a lot with the IG series in the end, and which brought us as well to found an own subsidiary uh, in Australia. So Fronius Australia was founded 2010 in Melbourne. Uh, with our own building there, with a warehousing repair, um, sales staff, of course, and all the general departments you need. And from there, it was growing and growing um, to the, the place where we are now, basically. But yeah, uh, since more than 75 years as a company and uh, nearly 30 years in solar now, uh, when it comes to Fronius. It's a it's a wonderful story to to see a, um, a company go for that long and and sort of adapt to the changing opportunities in the marketplace. So well done on that. If I'm not mistaken, Hans, Australia's been a a pretty important market for Fronius over the years, and and you know it's it's led at one at least one person to personify the passion for the product here with a tattoo that we all know so well. Tell me, what do you think has has driven Fronius's success in Australia and 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 the level of passion that you uh, you've enjoyed in Australia. I, I think we often refer to them as Fronius fanboys. What, what's what's uh, what's made you so popular and successful in Australia? Yeah, <clears throat> good question. To be honest, um, <laughs> I think it's a it's a lot of different things. Um, I can't really uh, pinpoint to one. Uh, reason, let's say. Um, I think it's a bit the combination of, of the product and also how we do business in Fronius, um, which suits the Australian market pretty well, I would say. Um, I mean, the Fronius Snap Inverter, which was the first really uh, popular product um, with the Galvo, Primo, Simo series and, and so forth, it came with a lot of unique things at the start, like integrated Wi-Fi monitoring, much easier installation, and like, you know, what installers really like is the neat uh, and clean install, right? With uh, rare entry sometimes, and you don't have a lot of cables around and stuff like this. Um, and we always, in Fronius, we always focus on really providing a really good service and support level when in, in all departments, right? Not just in, in sales and in, in after sales and also in our whatever um, order processing team, if that makes sense. And we really, when, when I say proper service and support, that comes also to relationships. So we really value our customers. So we always try to do everything we can for our customers in, in a proper manner. So we don't, uh, tell them something what we can't achieve, um, and with that relationship building, um, I think that's also really important in the Australian market um, because customers understand they can trust in Fronios. We pick up the phone if they call us, or we call them back at least. And I think that's also creating a lot of passion for some customers, so they like the product on one hand, right, and. I think you can't get to that success without also having the backbone and really a great team uh, in the country which supports our customers. And that's 
uh, I think that created that relationship with a lot of uh, people out there. And that's why the passion is also there, I would say. Yeah. Hmm. I, I, um, I, 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 I hear what you're saying and, and I know, you know, having bounced around the industry for a few years, it's so often the small things that are overlooked that make all the difference, right? And and, and, and simply being able to get follow-up and get support and get service and all those kinds of things, they, they actually really matter. And Australia's been this funny little market that's, you know, had companies come and go for many, for, for the entire time that I've been in the industry. And, and sometimes that's left people stranded. And so, I think you're, you're hitting the nail on the head there um, that that it's that commitment to service uh, that you guys have focused on that uh, has been a large part of your success here. That's great to hear. And, 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 and am I right that Australia has been a really significant market for you guys compared to other international markets? Yeah, you're right, Nigel. Um, Australia is one of our top three. I was top one. It's always like a bit of a competition between different countries. Um <laughs> But yeah, it's, it's one of the top three markets within Fronius uh, globally. And we heavily focus on Australia since many years. And as you said, service, I mean, the, it's all about um, how you treat your customers. You can do stuff in the wrong way, or we also did mistakes in the past, you know. I mean, I don't need to tell you about the IG series maybe, but it's always how you, tr- how you treat or how you uh, solve it, right? And if you... Right. Have a solution, I guess, even if it's not um, the best one, but you solve your product, you're there. If it fails um, and honor the warranty, then that gives you a lot of credit. Yeah, very good, very good. And so, you know, I mean, you, you guys have, uh, are, are a material, material and, and highly regarded inverter company globally. Um, and you've enjoyed a lot of success. I was looking up your market share stats around the world, and you've done very, very well um, in many other uh, parts of the world, uh, not just Australia, of course. Um, but but you're not the biggest. There, there are some absolute behemoths out there when it when it comes to you know some of the metrics. What's the secret to your success in in competing against you know larger inverter companies that? Uh, you know, they, they can uh, obviously deliver services or to obviously try to deliver services well. They can spend money on building relationships. But you guys have, you guys have survived against some very, very big competitors. Um, how, how have you managed to do that? Mm. Yeah, good point. I mean, as an inverter manufacturer, you also look on the stats, right, and the global stats, which is like megawatt output or whatever, uh, inverter shipments uh, globally. And you will not find Fronius there right in the top or maybe yeah, maybe close to the top 10, um, which has different reasons because we don't do business like in some countries like China or Japan, um, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, so we really focus on the markets which are suiting us, I would say. like um, mm-hmm. We call that prosumer markets, um, like Australia, where you really – I should say the, the solar systems are mainly installed on roofs, uh, I would say, and the electricity is used where it's produced, I would say. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, first of all, where we focus. And, yeah, you're right. I mean, uh, of course, there are much bigger companies out there who can uh, do a lot of different things than we can do uh, with uh, our resources. But uh, as I said, I think... 
it's also the difference um, for us to, or let's say that's the big difference because dealing with Fronius is maybe a bit easier than doing that with a multinational billion dollar company. Um, to I think you really get to know the Fronius employees if you want to. Um, we are down to earth and we really try to own our relationships. So, um, I mean, as you said, everybody can do that, right? Um, but that's basically the, the company philosophy and also mentality, right? So, and I, I would say we are really good in, in that as well. So really try to build relationship and keep those relationships on a really high level. Um, and as I said, I think it's, it's still important to keep up with, with the market growth. I mean, of course, selling a lot of inverters um, is, I wouldn't say easy, uh, but that's the first job, right? And um, But then you have to keep up to really uh, do the proper support and, and take care about your customers, which is not really easy most of the time. So we also get a lot of uh, feedback. Oh, you, you don't pick up the phone in time. You don't do the service. I mean, you can't make everybody happy, but to really uh, try to provide as good as or that support as good as we can, right? Um, and when you call Fronius, you always, like for technical matters, you get people who answer the phone and have an uh, electrical engineering degree or something. You, you don't talk to somebody who is sitting uh, there just to, just to answer the phone, right? Um, and that service level we would like, really like to provide to our customers. And yeah, combined with a great product, of course, you can't, I mean, just re relationship building and uh, proper support. It's not doing the job. I mean, the product itself, I mean, it's reliable, right? I mean, we always focus on providing the highest uh, quality standard to our product and future proof. Mm. I mean, you can see it there. I mean, the, the Snap Inverter was launched in 2014 to Australia with the Galvo and um, we're still selling it in great numbers. So it's a really powerful combination, I would say. So a couple of points that you mentioned there, Hans, around innovation um, are a great segue into my next question because um, uh, as you as you quite rightly said, and and you know I, I'm 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 not a Fronius fanboy. I, I love what you guys have done, but I'm not saying this with any uh, uh, any anything else in mind other than having watched for many many years what what the company's achieved. And you've always had cutting edge products. You've always had some great technical solutions that have resonated really, really well with installers, and 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 um, and so you've been right up there. And and one of those solutions has been your monitoring. You've had terrific monitoring um, solutions. Probably one of the one of the most popular inverter monitoring solutions out there, uh, which has kept my life really interesting in my own world. But recently, um, we've been talking a lot and are about to announce, in fact, a partnership with Solar Analytics for monitoring services given that you've done such a great job with your own monitoring solution what is it that uh why why are you interested in solar analytics yeah thanks nigel uh about the good feedback about our solar web monitoring platform which we still keep up and running um and still focus on that but as you know i mean as a salesperson i always like to offer the best products the best features and also the 
uh, most capabilities of a product, right? Mm-hmm. And in an, the solar industry, which is fast, moving fast, um, it's hard to keep up with the requests from the market and stuff like this. And we still focus on offering the best and greatest solar system solution to our installers and also end customers. And there's also the part where we decided to partner with Solar Analytics because a lot of installers out in the market and even end customers really liking the the other features or or, um, new features which Solar Analytics is offering them, which you can't get in SolarWeb, for example, or it's maybe done in a better way. And on the other hand, um, you need to consider that a lot of solar installers also use certain solar inverter brands, right? I mean, we would love that a lot of installers just do Fronios, but that's not happening out there. And it's also a good thing, right? It's it's, um, creating a good competition out there. And and in the end, it's bringing us to the target to to establish the energy transition to renewables. But coming back to solar analytics, I mean, a lot of customers are using it. And I mean, right uh, till now, you always had to buy additional equipment, additional hardware, which just costs um, additional amount of money. And as I said, we want to really bring down and optimize the system costs of solar systems. And if a customer decides to use solar analytics monitoring because he has he see a lot of additional value in there, why should we stop him? I mean, we see the inverter as, a, as an enabler in the solar system to connect to different sources, right? Like mm-hmm. for that energy sector coupling. And mm-hmm. if he then wants to have a different monitoring, why he shouldn't do that? Uh, but then he should do that in a really proper way and with um, optimized system cost that he doesn't need to install additional hardware and it should be easy and straightforward. And that's again coming back to relationships and partnerships and that's the part of where we think it's important because we can't do everything on our own and that's also not our target because we want to offer the best um, solutions in the in the market, I would say. Mm, mm. I, I can't wait to, to get rolling. And I know we've had a terrific um, success in the pilot trial and made our official announcements that it was available last week. Uh, so there'll be more information coming there around what our joint capabilities are. And I know where our team's tremendously excited to uh, to see if we can add uh, a different flavour uh, to the Fronius experience as well. So um I look forward to that. Um, Before we keep going, though, let's take a breath and hear a message from our sponsors. SolarJuice is Australia's leading solid distributor, providing complete residential and commercial rooftop solar component solutions. SolarJuice aligns themselves with brands that share their values of service, support, quality and value for money, like their panel brands REC, Hyundai, Trina and Longy, their inverters SMA, Fronius and SunGrow, along with the Tesla Powerwall battery. Check out solarjuice.com.au and let SolarJuice help you become a great solar business. Welcome back. And again, thanks to SolarJuice, our wonderful uh, series sponsors for all your valuable help. If you haven't checked them out, jump online and go and have a look at the amazing products and services they can deliver for you. Hans, I know it's getting late, so uh, we're nearly, we're on the downhill run now. Thanks for, uh, for sticking with me. 
let's let's switch our focus a bit more towards the future now you've um got really really strong penetration here uh and that's created some unique challenges i know over the years we've had drm control we've had all sorts of different standards that are unique to australia we recently had south australia's uh, centralized control requirements come into place australia must be a tricky market in in some of the unique things that we think we need that the rest of the world might not. Um, do you do you think that these requirements are going to continue and expand over time? You know, what, is is what you're seeing in Australia, you know, um, uh, you know, perhaps setting the pathway for some of the more sophisticated uh, control over decentralized renewables? Yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, Australia is. Um quite a good market for us, but also a challenging one, right? I mean, with all the, as you said, new requirements all the time, um, it's quite tough to keep up as an inverter manufacturer because the new requirements are not something you do easily. Um, But it's also offering opportunities, I would say. I mean, Hmm. um, when we talk about really moving fast uh, in Australia, I mean, you you had the situation in South Australia last year where they decided, okay, you need to establish certain things in the inverter in three months' time. Yeah. Which um, was tough. like... Tough. Tough, yeah, exactly. And, I mean, on one hand, we, we, we love to, to get a bit of more notice, and that's also I think every manufacturer would, would tell you. But on the other hand, it, it showed, okay, how fast the solar uh, industry can move if it needs to, right? I mean, there was a lot of manufacturers which, which uh, integrated all that solutions. Yep. Um, and yeah, I mean, in my opinion, so I would say smart uh, DR systems are really the way moving forward. Um, and that will also reduce all these discussions about like solar taxes or whatever, feed-in tariffs and everything like that. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, because solar systems are already pretty smart. It's just how, how you use them. Mm. And um, in the years to come, there's a lot of things um, what it needs to be done. I mean, we don't want to, or nobody should stop the energy transition, right? And I think smart DRs and maybe controllable DRs uh, remotely can offer a lot of solutions because I really think that in a lot, in some years, everybody would try to fit as many modules uh, on the roof as he can and on his property because, first of all, it's anyway paying off already. But like you will have different um, sources you supply or uh, consumers you supply with your solar, right? I mean, there will mm-hmm. be EVs, there will be heating, cooling, um, battery storage, of course, if, if you can't um, use every all the energy during the day, um, you keep it for your nighttime. And um, the, 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 how should I say, the requirements like in South Australia and, and it's getting flexible, flexible exports in the future, right? Yes. Is in the long run a good thing because um, when you hear now, okay, customers in certain areas are just allowed to have fixed zero export. I mean, um, that's stopping customers of investing solar, right? I mean, yeah. you can't yeah. use everything uh, during the day. And with flexible exports, you can at least offer, okay, 
if there's really an emergency case in the grid and that the solar systems have to be ramped back, um, okay, then let's do so because it's really it's not uh, the case every day, and um, it it still enables um, Australia in that case to really move forward in the renewable energy transition. But of course, on the other hand, what 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 we shouldn't take out of that discussion is to have it streamlined with the right regulations. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because nobody wants to have like, oh, okay, you, you need to fulfill you, it. You don't, want to, you don't want to do it again in three months? Is that what yeah, you're trying exactly. to tell me? That's what I wanted to say. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you also need, of course, the grid infrastructure still to evolve, right? It's not that, okay, yes. now we make all the systems smart and then we, we don't need to do anything in the grid infrastructure anymore. So it's a bit of a combination. But yeah. I Coming hear, back to to the original question, we definitely think um, that there will be requirements in a lot of or in all the states sooner than later, yeah. um, and we still hope that they somehow uh, look at South Australia and what they did, and not develop a completely new thing. Yeah, we're all keeping our fingers crossed for that one, Hans. I think you know. In, in, I do have to commend you and and, and all the inverter manufacturers, though. I I, I read uh, and laughed laughed out loud the other day hearing the air conditioner industry and the appliance industry moaning and groaning, saying that they need at least two years to implement their version uh, of of what uh, the inverter industry had to effectively do in three months. Uh, so, you know, you guys have shown, in fact, how innovative and how fast-moving a technical industry can be and, um, and, and in fact, how brilliant the people are behind the scenes to, to actually enable this in such a short amount of time. So, well done. Mm-hmm. So, speaking of which, so, okay, so we've established, you know, you've, you've, you've uh, done a fabulous job of doing some innovation over the years and finding a, a really strong little niche in Australia. You've, you've demonstrated uh, that you've got the capability to move really, really quickly in, in scenarios like South Australia, and um, you agree that we're going to see more of this over the time. So what's what's the next big leap for Fronius? Is it, is it about revolution, or, or, or is it about a, a constant evolution of, of your products? What's No one's listening, Hans. Tell me what's coming up. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's what a lot of people would like to know. Uh, I think... Just, just, just you and me. Just let me know. Yeah, okay. Um, then I can tell you. Um, it, it's about, I wouldn't say it's either or, um, more like an evolution of, of a product, which then gives you a lot of uh, chances to create a revolution, maybe. Um, I mean, I don't know if you know the Chain 24 series already. I do. It's the latest product uh, of Fronius. That's good to hear. And we, as I mentioned earlier, we see our products really to enable this um, integration of different energy resources in a house or energy usage, let's say. And the Gen24, um, we will also solve another problem in the near future that really people or end consumers, it's always like, okay, I want the battery, but it's too expensive. Do I get it now? Do I get it later? And mm-hmm. um, with the Gen24, we will make that product um, upgradable, uh, which means you can decide later if you really want to have the hybrid functionality or, and or backup functionality, or you start straight away with a battery and not to decide, okay, I want to have a hybrid inverter or a normal grid-connected inverter at the start. Mm-hmm. And that's um, coming early.
early next year uh, to the market and it gives a lot of freedom to the end user, right? So he really can decide down the track, okay, I want to add a battery now and just pay for the inverter part of things uh, at, at this stage. So really um, just pay for features when you really use them, I would say. Nice, nice. That's a that's a, a um, again really playing to your strengths. I think um, so. Good work. All right, last question to wrap it all up, Hans, um, and then uh, you can um, you can get your cup of cocoa in. And <laughs> thanks for staying up. Thanks for that. Um, what's um, give us give us a controversial prediction? Um, what um, what's your crystal ball telling you? you you've had a, a really close focus on the Australian market while you've been. Um, uh, over the last six months or so, particularly, um, and um, w- w- what's what's your most controversial prediction? What's your crystal ball telling you that you've absolutely got to got to get done next? Yeah, that's an interesting one. A uh, crystal ball in the solar industry would be really nice to have, I would say. Um, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I mean, you can't. I think it's quite clear you can't stop the the solar. Um, trend or boom in Australia anymore. I mean, there was a lot of negative press around solar in the last weeks and months, but I think even that uh, can't stop it anymore. It's just, I think, the real prediction, as as we discussed before, I think it's really going into this um, smart DR or smart solar system um, direction that you really have to control or offer control of control solutions for your solar system Mm. Um, that comes to uh, ramping down the inverter when there is a high penetration out in the grid, so flexible exports, that you really have BPP offers going in that you really Mm. can control your battery or you uh, don't want to feed back to the grid if there's negative prices in the future. There's a lot of of things when it comes to electricity market, I would say, combined with solar systems and yeah, integrating more uh, energy sectors in your house, like to really um, offer an end user, okay, to really streamline the, the connection to your air conditioning, to your heating, to your uh, other big consumers, EVs, um, I guess will definitely um, start picking up in Australia, like in Europe. And then uh, it's, Solar is unstoppable, I would say, especially with EVs, because people will extend solar systems, they will replace solar systems uh, to, mm-hmm. to just get bigger output. Um, mm-hmm. So a lot of a lot of different uh, things are happening at the same time, as always in solar. Uh, hard to keep up, and yeah, you really have to focus. But <laughs> it's definitely uh, interesting times. Um, moving forward in Australia and everywhere in the world for solar, I would say. Uh, that's the absolute truth. It's, at least we're never bored, Hans. We're never, never bored. There's always something to be doing, uh, to be to be done. Uh, Hans, it's been an absolute pleasure having you uh, on Great Solar Business, but sadly we're out of time. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks, Nigel. Thanks for having me. And, yeah, looking forward to see you guys in the or face-to-face in Australia at any stage, hopefully again. <laughs> 
one one day I'm sure it'll happen again. Exactly. Yeah. Well, friends, that's a wrap. My name is Nigel Morris. I'm Head of Business Development at Solar Analytics. I hope you picked up some tips on how to build a great solar business, and I'll talk to you again soon. Great Solar Business was brought to you by Solar Juice, Australia's leading solar distributor. Solar Juice aligns themselves with brands that share their values of service, support, quality and value for money. Check out solarjuice.com.au and let Solar Juice help you become a great solar business. Solar Juice.